If there's one thing that's better than running, it's got to be running with your dog. Join Sean Sobon and Ivor Regers for Trail Tales ARP, Candy Cross Edition, where we will explore the growing sport of Canacross and the adventures it will bring for you and your canine pal. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Trail Tales ARP Canacross Edition. That's right. This is our second Canacross Edition. I'm your host, Sean Sobon, and joining me today is my co-host, Ivor Regers. Ivor, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am doing fantastic. A little bit brokenhearted, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, first off, I just want to welcome everybody to the show. Um, this show is dedicated to the sport of Canacross, which is cross-country running with your dog, and it's a sport that Ivor and myself have recently taken up with our dogs, Piper and Cedar. And you know what, Ivor, actually, I'm going to make sure that we get a bio of Piper and Cedar up on the website at trailtailsarp.com because I think they deserve a spot up there as part of the team. What do you think? Yeah, it sounds good. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely, man. So um, today's family day here in Ontario. I don't know about any other provinces or other places in the world. So it's a it's a day off from school and work for most families and, you know, gives us an opportunity in February to have a long weekend together. So what have you done this weekend so far? Oh, if I anything, just, <laughs> I've just, well, I've, I've uh, challenged myself to a 50 K in May. So I've been, I just did a run. Actually you uh, gave me the program. So I had a big run on Saturday that I did. That's pretty much really all I've done. <laughs> all weekend. <laughs> Awesome, man. Getting your training in. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't talk too much about it on the show, but um, back in the summer, I got my uh, coaching certification, run coach certification through USCA. And, uh, you know, I've, I've uh, done some plans for some friends so far. And then you approached me about the 50K. And I was really excited about that because uh, you're the first kind of client I have that has like a specific target goal. Others were just kind of wanting to start running kind of couch to 5K type things. Yeah. But uh, yours was like, you know, a specific goal that you want to train for and you're highly motivated. So I was, I was really excited. I enjoyed putting your plan together. And funny thing, I ever had another person reach out to me um, who wants to run a 50K in June or July. So just a okay. little bit after you. So yeah. I had a nice conversation with them as well, uh, talking about strategies and everything. They don't necessarily want a training plan because they don't think they'll be able to stick to it, which is fair. So mm -hmm. I just gave them tips on on some strategies and things they can do while they're getting ready for it. And, you know, I told them like, I ran my 50 K with no, no training. <laughs> it was difficult. I don't recommend it for anybody, but um, you know, the best you can do is the best you can do. And, you know, you're able to stick to a plan. And I think that's going to put you light years ahead of where I was when I did mine. You're going to, you're going to do a lot better than I did. So, but yeah, man, let's, let's talk about the dogs. Let's talk about what's been going on. So if you follow us on Instagram, or on Facebook, you'll see that uh, I had added another uh, member yeah, to, my, to my Canacross team. And uh, his name is Cooper. He's an Australian Shepherd, eight months old. And uh, he came from a family that couldn't handle the high energy that he had. And uh, he came to us a few nights ago. And unfortunately, pretty early on, it was evident that um, Cooper wasn't suitable for a home with children. He didn't come from a home with children. So uh, nobody was really 
expecting him to be aggressive towards kids, but that's kind of the way it went down. And, you know, for me, I can, I can handle dogs with high energy. I can handle dogs that misbehave and don't have manners. But when it comes to the safety of my, you know, two-legged furless children, I got to, I got to put that first. And it was a tough decision by my wife and myself and uh, Cooper's got cut from the team, if you will. So um, Piper took it pretty hard too, actually. She was kind of moping around yesterday and, uh, you know, did my best to kind of get her spirits up. We went for a run, we played and uh, she's doing better today. So not all stories have a happy ending, but uh, it is what it is. And like I said, um, you know, child safety has to be a priority. Yes, for sure. For sure. And it's hard to bring a, a dog from a different household into your household, I find too. Yeah. Like, like, you know, we knew things were going to be slow with the transition and, you know, we have all the patience in the world for him. And it's funny, the first night he was all about my wife, Leah, he wouldn't leave her side. He was playing with her. And again, him and Piper got along famously. We introduced him slowly and uh, they almost became instant friends and then Leah worked the next day. So I had 12 hours at home with, with Cooper and Piper and, and the family. And, um, you know, it was clear to Cooper, like I was, you know, presenting myself as the alpha of the pack and he picked up on that. And, uh, he just stuck by my side for the rest of the day. He and Piper, we went for, like I said, we went for 4k cane across run. And it was funny. Cause at the beginning, like him and Piper were, were kind of playing in the house and I took him for a walk and then I hooked him up to the leash. And, you know, for the first, I don't know, half a kilometer, he just wanted to play. So he kept kind of trying to trip me up and trying to play with Piper in the snow. Mm-hmm. And then Piper was so great. And she was like, nope, we're running now. Like this isn't playtime. And, and Piper led, like had a really good example for Cooper. And then he started running and we got into a really nice rhythm. And by the end of it, um, Ivor, it was so great. They were running side by side in perfect harmony. And it was, it was so beautiful. And having a, a hundred pounds of dog pulling me was definitely different than just having Piper who's about, she's about 52, 53 pounds right now. So um, you could feel the power between the dogs, but they're easily controllable. And Piper um, was a great lead dog in this, in our little, you know, two dog team. And uh, Cooper was great to follow her. So anyways, you know, we'll see where the future goes, whether or not we end up getting another team member later on slash family member. But right now it's just back to me and Piper and team wonder dog. And, and that's okay by me, even if it stays that way. Yeah, that's too bad. I saw the uh, video that you put on of the two dogs running. It looked like he, he like settled in really good too. So yeah, he really did. And it, I didn't get a great video because it was so cold that day. Like my phone was like, slow to respond you could tell on the video but even after that my phone wouldn't even work but after that they were like right beside each other because in the video they're kind of they're a couple feet apart but they went right beside each other and just kept that up it was so beautiful i was amazed i saw it because i would have thought for sure like they would like kind of like you know how they kind of nip at each other when they're running stuff but no they were like dead focused yeah yeah he was uh he was really responding well to running so you know yeah man it's it's you know it is what it is. He's going to find a good home. We, uh, you know, we gave a lot of great feedback to the owners and gave mm-hmm. her a lot of resources because my wife Leah has a lot of connections with, with behaviorists and stuff like that. So um, they were pretty happy and thankful of our efforts. And uh, he's going to, he's going to end up where he belongs now. 
So yeah. we, we know, you know, no small pets, no children. He needs just a, a nice, strong, assertive odor, uh, owner, <laughs> rather not odor. Uh, he did have a bit of an odor, <laughs> but yeah, he needs a strong, assertive of leader and uh, he'll find that. He'll find that for sure. Cause he's, he's a beautiful dog and he does have a lot of potential and good heart. So let me ask you, Ivor. So you've been, you're training for this 50 K now. Um, how often are you bringing Cedar with you on these runs? Are you, are you bringing her along for the majority of them and keeping her out for the long run? Or is she training with you completely? How have you been doing uh, I it? Kept her, I kept her out for the long run. I, uh, this week they were two kind of shorter runs. So I, I think she came with me for those two. But I think as they get longer, I think I'm going to kind of leave her at the, at the house. I think uh, anything over 10K, I think might be too much for her right now. Yeah. What's the longest you have run with her? Is it is it 10K? Uh, I think we've done, I think we did a 12K once, but that was like just once out of the kind of blue. But other than that, I haven't been over that with her. So Okay. So what's what would you say your average distance is with, uh, with Cedar? Well, I would say, well, average probably like probably 8K. Okay. That's pretty, that's average, pretty good. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I think one of the things, cause you often like, you know, you, you've got trails and, and country roads right outside your front door. Um, would you consider like, you know, if you're going on a longer run, kind of maybe doing like an eight or 10 K loop and then dropping her off at home and then heading out by yourself for the rest of it or, or picking her up near maybe the end of your run just to get her. Yeah, out? I could, yeah, I could do that. I never really thought about doing that actually. Cause I kind of, when I do the run, long runs like that, if I know I'm heading back home, it's kind of where, you know, that mental game comes in. So I'm like, but no, I could actually, that's a pretty good idea. I should probably do that actually. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. We were talking about that. Actually, you know, your last kilometer was tough because you got home and you said you misjudged it. You still had a kilometer to go. So you have to leave your front doorstep. And I'm the same way as you. Like if I'm going for a long run, I try not to loop near my home because when I'm, yeah. when I see my house, I'm like, I may as well just go inside. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I think it would be a great strategy if you start off without cedar and then you reserve some mileage for when you get close to your house and then you you pick her up and then she'll give you that boost i think to to finish off strong yeah that's a good idea i should do yeah. that yeah so you know running with dogs um we were we we're wanting to discuss you know communicating with our animals while we're running with them right so you mm -hmm. found it you found a couple of articles you had mentioned to me and you know there's verbal communication with their dogs and there's non-verbal communication with their dogs um, but when it comes to Canacross, what did you learn about uh, communicating with them? Well, the, just the communicating with them is uh, you first you first got to get them good, like on a leash, just normal walking, right? Okay. And then uh, you progress from there. Pretty much the article said you pretty much start off walking and then you, you slowly, in the middle of a walk, you kind of run for a bit just to make sure that they're comfortable. And then you got to really get... Uh, <clears throat> You got to really get the uh, passing other dogs or other people. You got to get that pretty much under control too. And that's just all time, right? Time and uh, training and reading off each other. Like if I run, if I'm running with Cedar, I have no problem passing people because I know she's not going to try to steer me off course, but that's just kind of the way we are. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, <clears throat> but the article just pretty much says uh, it's just basic commands. Really. It's just a, uh, you 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 uh you train like forward and a little faster or slower and then right and left turn so you just that's all you're pretty much training them when you're running for verbal commands and then you're like you were saying earlier the the non-verbal commands are just like the dog looking back if they're not really sure where they're going or or if cedar 
she can feel the leash get a little taunt. So then she'll always look back at me to see if, I, see if I'm okay. But then she just slows down, right? So the communication is, I think it's a pretty big thing between the dog and the runner for uh, the candy cross. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, as, as time goes on and the more you run with your dog, the more you kind of pick up on their cues and vice versa. And I know, you know, recently I did a 10K with Piper and near the, near the end of the run, she was kind of looking back at me and I just had a sense it was her telling me that like she was done. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I just, I just had that feeling. It wasn't more like she's checking on me or she's unsure, but I just, I just felt like she was telling me, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go home. So I said, all right, let's go. Right. So we turned our direction and ended up going back home and uh, you know, all was well. She was a little, she was a little more tired than normal when we got home and even the next day. So I let her rest and recover and uh, no issues after that. She's been running great, but uh, even on the trails, if we're going, um, if she gets spooked, by something like, you know, her nose can pick up stuff that before I'm going to even see it. And, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, I can tell now, like when she gets spooked, if there's something up ahead, whether it's an animal or another person, usually it's another person. She'll kind of like fall back beside me or even go behind me a little bit. Okay. And, you know, within a couple hundred meters, all of a sudden I see these people walking up ahead with their dog or something. Right. So yeah. she gives me that, that heads up that there's something ahead, but, uh, for the most part, she's out front and she's pulling pretty good. And, um, you know, it's that, it's that nonverbal kind of communication, but yeah. So talking about terms, right? Like I try to do the conventional mushing terms with her. Okay. Um, maybe I'd, I'd do a few different ones, but yeah, we'll just go over those real quick. So mushing terms, and these are for like, you know, sled dogs and everything, but Keen across was kind of born from dog sledding. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, typically um, you would use hike to get your dog or your team going. Uh, you can okay. also use mush or all right. So I usually use hike or hike up with the dog with Piper and uh, she usually goes. Sometimes I got to say like, um, go Piper, go instead of hike. Because if hike's not working, I'm like, go Piper, go. And then I'll, I'll throw hike in there as well. And I'll give her verbal praise. And that usually works well with her. Um, so left and right. I really like these. And for some reason, I picked up on them pretty quick. I don't get too confused. So G is turned to the right and then Ha is turned to the left. So if you're coming up okay. to a trail or if there's a split, it's like G and Ha. And the way I kind of, she's learning them. And yesterday, Ivor, she was like bang on. Every time I threw a G or a Ha out, she like did it. Like there was no mistakes. I was so impressed with her. And uh, you just keep using it while you're running. And like, even though the dog's in front and you're, you want to turn right, she'll feel your body. And she'll follow, right? Like yeah. she'll, she'll make that turn with you. She won't necessarily follow you because she's out front, but she'll make that turn with you. And I just, you know, I'll be like, G, and, and I'll just, you know, G, Piper, G, and she'll get it and she'll go. And yesterday it was like, man, it was bang on. Things were clicking for her. So it was awesome. That's and then, cool. yeah. And then a lot of times I'll use the command easy or I'll even throw gentle in there as well, easy or gentle. Sure. And I'll usually use those if we're going downhill right now in the winter and it's a little bit steep or slippery for me. I'll tell okay. her easy or gentle and she'll slow down and I can get down the hill safely. And then woe is used for stop. Usually I don't say that. I just kind of just stop running and she, she picks up on, on that. Yeah. Right. And she slows down and stops. And one that, that works really well. Um, and I think it's probably one of the most important commands to teach the dog is on by, or you can say like, it's like, leave it. Right. And okay. that's like, if you're running and there's another person coming your way, you know, or there's another dog, you don't want the distraction to take your dog off 
course. Yeah. So it's like on by, on by, or leave it and then keep on going. And Piper's gotten really good at that as well. Um, the only difficulty I have is squirrels. <laughs> don't like to try to go after squirrels, so it takes a little bit more effort to keep her going, right? But uh, she's attached to me, so she's not going anywhere, you know. Yeah, but, you but might yeah, be going with me. That's one thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, when you're with Cedar, what do you use for her? Well, I just, I just use like if we're ready to go, I'm like, okay, let's just go, let's go, and then I'm like, let's go. So then she just goes, runs, and then uh, it's. It's actually really weird. I'm sitting here listening to you talk and I'm really thinking about how we do it. And it's like, half the time, I don't even need to say anything. It's like, she knows where we're going. Yeah. So like, uh, but I guess it's because I run well around here. It's always the same kind of path. So she always, she automatically knows, but sometimes if I change it up on her, I'm just like this way, let's go this way. And then she just, like you said, she'll, she'll look back at you and then she just goes that way. So it's like, I think our communication is really good. And then like, if we're coming up on people or, dogs or whatever like you said i'm just like i just keep i just say right here right here and then she just keeps going so she's uh she's uh i think she would much rather run run than stop and uh, see what other people are doing but yeah that's 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 actually that's really good quality to have right yeah. just to keep on going and not get distracted which is yeah i just, just i just and like I, I i'm always talking to her when we're running so like i usually run with music on but I, uh, I'm always talking to her. Like if we're going, I just talk to her. I'm like, you're doing good. Good girl. You know, good job. You're doing good. And then if I need a, if she's like really pulling me, I just say, uh, I go, uh, slow down, slow down. And then she just slows down. So like, I just talk to her like she's another person pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It works. Don't have special words. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? You don't need the special words, right? Like you can just yeah. have your own communication with, with her and uh, it's pretty good. I want to ask you, so when you're finished or run and you get home, what is Cedar like? Is she still like energetic? Does she like do zoomies around the house or the yard? Or does she like go grab some water and, and lay down or like, what does she do? When we get home, I, uh, I usually let her off the leash. Our, our driveway is like a hundred feet or whatever. Yeah. So I usually uh, just let her off at the bottom of the driveway and she just goes crazy, man. Like crazy. I'm like, how do you even have this much energy? Even like after 10 K runs, I'm like dying. I let her off and she's just like going back and forth. Like you said in the snow, she loves the snow. So she goes and like dives in the snow, rubs her whole face up the driveway. She's like, it's like, she's wired. She's like telling me she wants to go again. Yeah. We Isn't get it? In, we get in, she just comes, gets a drink and then she walks around for a bit and she just goes and lies down. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's like, they still got this little bit of energy and Piper does that too. The same thing. And she loves the snow. And like you said, like she just dives right in her face is like buried in the snow and does her zoomies runs around. And then, and then she eventually settles down and uh, you know, she's pretty good for the rest of the day and, and she'll sleep and chill out. And today's a rest day for Piper. And uh, <laughs> she's just been sleeping all day. Like she takes her rest days pretty seriously, <laughs> but we ended up, uh, I play a game with her because she really loves to to find things with her nose. I think all dogs do, but Piper's really shown that uh, she's keen to do that. So okay. I, I include the kids with me, and um, I've got her to the point where she she lays she stays in a down, and then the kids go and hide her Kong anywhere in the house, and then I give her her keyword, which is find it, and then she gets up and she goes and she looks around, and we've been you know hiding it in shoes, hiding it under cushions, and she okay. finds it. And so today we changed it up a bit. So I had her on leash with me and I had the kids go hide with the Kong themselves. Cause I'd like, I'd like to try to get her to start finding the kids as well. So 
you know, eventually get them to go hide outside and we go find them and stuff. But uh, so we used, you know, when we first started off, it was just, you know, in the main one room and then we expanded it to two rooms on the main floor. And now we've got, you know, upstairs and downstairs we're using. And it's a really good form of mental stimulation for her. And I typically do that more so on her off days because she's not getting the physical activity, like going out for the run. But uh, it does tire her out doing that, that mental exercise. And we only do it for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And uh, like she starts panting, but you can see her during, during the exercise when she's finding it and she's using her nose, she starts panting. She gets so focused. And like I said, 10, 15 minutes, she's actually pretty tired. And then I just, I take her Kong and I fill it with some treats and seal it off a little bit of peanut butter. And that kind of signals the end of the, the end of the session. And uh, it's been really fun because I can involve the kids with it too, right? That, that sounds that's funny because we'll play we, we call it monster here where we shut the lights off and then i hide on the kids and then the kids got to find me or i come out and scare the kids yeah but i, I can't hide on them because the dog comes and finds me all the time <laughs> <laughs> they just go they just tell cedar go find daddy and then uh she finds me so i'm like oh that doesn't work there you go <laughs> so, so you're already doing that kind of training yeah it's like she's like she knows where i am like all the time i don't get it yeah, it just blowed your cover, right? When you're hiding. Actually, you, uh, when you were saying that, you actually reminded me, I don't even know if it's still on TV, but there was a, a TV show. It was called Canine something. I don't remember what it was, but it was exactly what you said that you do with your dog. Like professionally trained dogs or normal dogs. They have these, uh, it's like, a, like an obstacle course or like a, like a, a hide and seek. So we'll have a, a layout of a house there, like a one floor house. Yeah. And then the, the uh, People will hide the dog. No, how does it work? They, they they hide stuff in each room, and the dog has to go find it. And then oh, wow. it's like a competition. So I think the last one we watched was four different dogs. Oh man, it was awesome! I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's pretty so, cool what the what these dogs are capable of, man. It, it's a lot of fun um, to, like I said, stimulate them mentally and and keep them, you know, um, tired as well, right? Because a tired dog is a non-destructive dog in my books so. yeah, I was gonna say that's a season Milan's thing a bored dog's a bad no it's not a bad dog it's a bored dog yeah exactly <laughs> that's kind of where I picked that up like that's why I that's where I learned to even realize that you can train a dog to go on a treadmill and you know Piper that's crazy. That, oh that was oh, pretty cool when I saw that too yeah man like I started off with, with with treats and stuff and just getting her used to being around the treadmill then eventually I turned it on and and kept her on there with treats and now Ivor when I go into the garage like I have to compete with her to go on the treadmill really because like she'll just be there and she'll like go on the treadmill while i'm tying my shoes and she stares at me he's like turn this thing on i want to go so you know usually i let her go five minutes okay it's my turn and then um recently like she jumped on with me and she wouldn't uh i stopped running on it with her because it's tight for space but i made it work because she was just not taking no for an answer she wanted to run on the treadmill so usually what i do is i'll do my run then i let her and i let her go on afterwards when i'm done like 10 15 20 minutes or whatever Um, but she, yeah, she loves it now. It's just one of the things she likes to do. And, uh, I'm, I'm happy for it because it's a good thing to do when I can't get out of the house, if Leah's working and I've got the kids home and it's winter time, like I can't take them with me anywhere. So we just go in the garage and you know, some, most of the time the kids come out and hang out with me in the garage too, because they like it out there. It's fun to play with them. How is she, uh, so I guess she's like accustomed now to her harness and a longer leash to you or is there yeah. still issues on there or? No, no issues on there. And I'm actually glad you brought that up because I was going to forget. So um, when we did get Cooper, I ended up buying a, a bungee connector so I can have the two dogs on together. Okay. And it came with another bungee lead 
and then another waist belt. So uh, the bungee leads fantastic. I used it with Piper yesterday yep. um, with her current harness, which is just the one that goes around the shoulders and the new yep. waist strap. It was, it was much more comfortable having this bungee lead because the one I was currently using, um, yep. it, it, the, the bungee, the elastic recoil was kind of gone on that okay. over time. I guess it just wore down. But this one we got is much better quality. But How long is it? Uh, it's a bit longer than the other one I was using. I haven't measured it, but I'd say it's at least, it's gotta be six, seven feet. Yeah. Okay. It, it's good. It's, it's a, it's a longer distance, but it's much more comfortable to go. It's got more shock absorption, I guess, more bungee. Yeah. But the one thing I'm really excited about, I didn't tell you this, I don't think is I ordered, um, a proper can across harness for myself and a proper can across like X back harness for, for Piper. Yeah. So I think, I think we're, we're both ready for that. Um, I know like on our first can across edition, I was like, yeah, my lower back's fine running with this. But ever since I had said that it's, especially with the previous lead where the recoil was kind of gone, my back was getting a little bit sore. Mm -hmm. So like I said, yesterday was much more comfortable. So once I get this proper harness, it's going to sit lower on my hips instead of on my lower back. Okay. Um, I, I'm much more looking forward to that. I'll take the, the pressure right off my back. And with the X back harness for Piper, um, I'm pretty excited to see how she'll do with that. Cause it's supposed to free up their movement a lot more uh, okay. in, the in the shoulders and everything. Um, and I think that she listens to commands well enough. We've been running together long enough that uh, I won't have any issues controlling her. Cause that was kind of one of the concerns is when you hook up closer to their, to their hips or at the tail, you, it's harder to control them when you got them near, near the yeah. shoulders. Right. But yeah. she listens well enough that I think uh, we're ready for that uh, next step. Sure, sure. So it's supposed to come tomorrow. It's, it's by, uh, I don't want to screw up the name of it. Uh, Nahak, I think it is N A H A K. If I screw it up, I'll, I'll correct myself later on, but uh, they are a Canadian company out of Quebec. Okay. So, so I found them and uh, I ordered it. Nahak N A H-A-K? H-A-K, yeah. I'm just going to look it up right now just to make sure. Yeah, Nahak Sports. Nahak, Nahak Sports. Yeah, so they're out of Quebec. Um, I ordered the the kit, and uh, it's coming tomorrow in the mail if all goes well. So pretty excited to have that and try yeah. that out. Yeah, you got to let me know how that goes. Yeah, for sure, man. And it wasn't even, like, super expensive. I think it was – I didn't get the bungee line, but I got the harness for her and then the harness for me and or the belt for me and it was about 160 bucks with taxes free shipping because it's in canada so okay yeah oh yeah pretty happy about it i got i got and you can pick colors so i got purple because that's kind of been piper's color since we had her <laughs> okay yeah man so it's, it's it's pretty good um yeah and we're gonna have to i'm gonna mention it now a little bit but we're gonna talk about it more as i develop it and, and get it off the ground but uh dufferin canacross is is a company I'm starting and we're going to start promoting and bringing can across to Dufferin County. And I have some meetings coming up, um, hopefully um, in the near future with North American can across. And um, we're going to have a discussion about how we can maybe partner up and actually bring live races to Dufferin County um, and, and start doing that because through iron paws, you know, I was surprised and happy to, to meet some people that are kind of close by to us that like to do the mm -hmm. can across racing and 
I don't think it's something that we have completely available to us in this area. So it's going to be great to kind of build that up and get things moving and have in, in-person live races and as well as virtual races, because that way you can, you know, um, have people from all around the world participate. And especially right now, the way things are, it has to be virtual. We can't do the live yeah. stuff yet, but good opportunity yeah. to kind of sit down and, and lay things out. So it's going to be, you know, we're going to have a Facebook group that's going to go live and, um, you know, with my coaching background, um, I'd love to have runners out there that, you know, maybe have dogs or are looking to get a dog and, and come out and, and do like, you know, how to classes and, and seminars on, on beginner can across stuff as well. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So it's pretty exciting, man. And, uh, happy to kind of bring that forward and, and work on that. And yeah. I look forward to that. See where it goes. Yeah, man. You need a hand. Oh, you know it. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Cedar and Piper are going to kind of be the first two. So you'll be the dog that all the other dogs look up to. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do a quick update on Iron Paws. So we're in stage seven now, and it's an eight stage race. And man, these, yeah. these past seven weeks have gone by really fast um, yeah, for yeah. myself and Piper. Like I've really enjoyed kind of building a good solid base with her. And I've noticed that her running's got a lot stronger and and she really means business when we're out there now. And it, it's, it's pretty awesome to have a bit of a more regular running schedule. We're not doing huge miles or anything. Cause like I said, like I'm still just kind of base building with her, but it, yeah. you know, we've increased it slowly kind of, you know, trying to do it like I would myself if I was first starting out with running. Right. And uh, yeah. it's, it's been awesome. Um, you know, the social media challenges, the popcorn challenge and all that other stuff was a lot of fun and teaching her a new trick yeah. to roll over which we're still working Piper's on. Piper's a good catcher, actually, for popcorn. Oh, isn't she? Yeah, I was surprised, man. My other dogs, uh, my little Boston Terriers, I just, I throw it at them and it hits them in the uh, face and they don't even move. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a cedar. Cedar was horrible, man. She couldn't catch one if her life depended on it. And I'm just like, well, I think I tried five times. I think she caught one and all the other ones just like you said, just hit her off the face. So yeah, it's hilarious. Eh? How they, they're all different. <laughs> she was like, just put it in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'll like, awesome. eat it. I just don't want to have to work. For it. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. So yeah, I've, the, Candy Cross is, a, I'm glad that we joined, man. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's so. been really great. And I'm looking forward to carrying on the running with her. And I'm sure you are with Cedar as well. Once the iron pause is over. Um, yeah. it's going to be cool to get their medals. We'll have to get them together for photo while they're wearing their medals. Yes. Uh, once, forward to them. yeah, once all is said and done and, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be awesome. Yeah. So it's the, this is the second last week you said, yeah. Yeah. Next week, stage eight is our final stage. So, um, I think the can across field, I think there's like what, 130 runners or teams in, in, yeah. in that yeah. division. So it's pretty good size size division. I'm nowhere near the top. No, you're you're ahead of Piper and I though. Oh yeah. Yeah, I haven't checked the last standings, but you've been you've been up. Um, I don't know, maybe at least ten spots. I was like, awesome, man. Like, keep going. You guys, because yeah, every time I go out, I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I go if I go out for a run, I'm gonna go no less than five k. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, if, if if you're gonna put in the effort, may as well do that, right? Yeah. But yeah. And if I have time, so. 
Exactly. It's always hard to find the time, but it's good. You know, when, when the dog wants to get out and it's like, okay, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for you. And that's what I kind yeah. of love about it as well. It takes, it takes you out of the equation. It's like, I don't care what I do. I want to do this for my dog and make sure that they're getting what they need and they're having fun. And for me, I find it more enjoyable doing stuff for her than for myself. And, yeah. and like I said, today was a rest day for Piper and I went running by myself and I was, I was lost for the first little while. I was like, this just doesn't feel right. Then I got into a rhythm and a groove and I kept running, right? You know, finish it off. My wife, my wife always calls, calls Cedar the mistress. <laughs> but I pay more attention to my dog than I do my wife. <laughs> oh, you know what? I've, I've heard that too in my house. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. She's like, yo, here comes your mistress. We can't even sit together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun stuff, man. Dogs are the best. Yeah. And it's great to be able to like do stuff like this with them. So anyways, Ivor, let's, let's wrap it up right now. I think, um, you know, we'll get together again and do another show next, next month for what's, oh man, March next month. I think if all goes well, Ivor, maybe we can, maybe we can up it up and do two can across editions a month. We'll see how our schedules go. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's pretty awesome. And yeah, we'll get those, um, bios up of Cedar and Piper on the website soon too. That's going to be pretty good. Okay. I think they, des- they deserve a spot in the limelight. Yeah. All right, my man. Well, listen, we'll talk really soon. And as we say here at Trail Tales ARP, run wild, my friend. Have a good day. No, no, you're supposed to say run wild. Oh, run wild. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, buddy.